0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast.
1: Uh,
0: it must have been four, six, eight weeks ago. I can't place it exactly. I don't know what shift I was doing because on this radio station I do them all. But I had uh, Lior Samfiro, the, the uh, employment lawyer, on talking about what would happen if Uber drivers and such, or Foodora, the, uh, the people who bring you your food, forget about what the uh, Uber drivers do for driving you from place to place, what would happen if. If these people tried to unionize and as independent contractors, do they even have the right to unionize? Well, guess what? A couple of days ago, we started to hear that uh, the United Food and Commercial Workers Union uh, had managed to put together an effort that gained some traction, grew some legs, and they announced that they're unionizing Toronto Uber drivers to gain better pay and working conditions. I wanted to explore this further because This is an example of the gig economy where you're supposed to have this independence and suddenly we're seeing an example of the antithesis of that in terms of them having to put themselves together and form a bargaining unit. And I'm not understanding it. You probably aren't either, either, but there's a, a guy on the line here who will help us to understand. And that's John Pincus, who is also an employment lawyer with Samfira Tumarkin. Hi, John. Good afternoon. All right. So tell me about this. United Food and Commercial Workers unionizes Uber drivers. Uh, are they independent contractors? And if so, are is this doable?
1: Well, uh, as you know, we, we certainly don't think that uh, they're independent contractors. We think that the condition uh, of employment is there. Uh, but even if they were uh, dependent contractors, for example, so as a dependent contractor, this would mean that they are deemed to be contractors but reliant enough on them for income uh, that they are are uh, sort of a middle ground. So they, they're in business for themselves, but at the same point at the time, they're only in business with Uber. And the Ontario Labor Relations Act actually has a provision that holds that those people are are entitled to uh, be deemed employees for the purpose of a collective agreement. So if they don't actually have to. Uh, as much as uh, you know, in, in our view, uh, certainly they they meet that criteria to be employees. Um, if they wouldn't even need to pass that threshold. They would just need to be deemed uh, dependent on them. Which, which of course, many people who do this nine-to-five very much are dependent.
0: Well, I I recognize that. I've used Uber at least as a passenger. I have never used Uber Eats because I, I, well, frankly, uh, making it simple, I don't care for takeout food. But that's me. Apparently, a lot of people do. And these people clearly feel put upon in some way, or they wouldn't have chosen to unionize in a field where, by definition, at the outset, the whole draw of it was, I get to work when I want. And nobody is my boss. This is not the case, is it?
1: Right. As, as we've seen, uh, the Uber uh, actually maintains a, quite a, a heavy level of control uh, over their uh, ability to run their own affairs, and it's it's certainly not uh, the case where like someone who's running their own business. I mean, you are really playing by Uber's rules when you join uh, as as a driver uh, for one of
0: these apps. You're also playing by Foodora's rules when you deliver for them, uh, or mm-hmm. you're playing by the restaurant's rules if you decide to drive for them, or you're playing exactly. by their rules when you're a cabbie who decides that the evening is going to be spent picking up food and bringing it to somebody. And there are others that I'm not even naming. So yeah. the, the question I have here is, is this opening a door? It sounds like it is. It, it, it could be. Um,
1: there There is an interesting challenge, though, with, with unionization when it comes to Uber. Because one of the things that is particularly unique about this situation, and, and I imagine it would be the same for Fedora or any of these other similar kinds of classes of employees, Is that it's so public? Is that we've seen them immediately go public with this drive? And that's typically not the way these things work. Typically, it's in a union's interest to collect as many membership cards as they can quietly uh, before they have any conflicting messaging uh, from management. And if they can get the requisite number uh, of uh, people signed up, they may have the right to be automatically certified without a vote. Uh, But just speculating, the reason why that may not be happening here is because it's not the situation situation like where you have factory workers on a floor. Uh, These people may not know who. Many of the, their co-workers
0: are. I would uh, think that that would be the case. So, yeah. so how do we know that they can rise to the level of certification?
1: Well, we don't. And it's going to be interesting to watch, uh, to see them try to do this, to see them try to hammer out uh, their first collective agreement, which could be very, very difficult. Uh, so it, it is a big challenge, um, It's and it's it's a very ambitious uh, project and not, not a typical unionization drive, that's for sure.
0: Look, if these guys and women wanted get together and create a, a union relationship with Uber. That's up to them, and uh, and I'll just bow in their direction and let them do it. But I've got to speculate, and, and I'll let you join in, uh, that if they do this, it's necessarily going to be the case that Uber Eats is going to have to charge more uh, in order to maintain profit levels. And that means that if somebody out there wants to order through Uber Eats, it's going to cost more to buy that food well
1: they they may not be able to i mean i I suppose if we see a, a ground shift in other uh, apps like uh, skip the dishes and those kinds of things um, offering uh, or, or unionizing uh, on a broad scale, then um, perhaps you know perhaps you might see prices go up across the board. But they're still going to have to be competitive, in, in my opinion. And I guess this is more of a business kind of uh,
0: economic It's true. Uh, but I'm, that, that's why it, it strikes me as so strange. This The first outgrowth of the gig economy, the, or the first ones, were things like uh, Uber as uh, a replacement for taxi cabs. And, mm. uh, and the fights that ensued there. And now Uber has uh, more than a toehold in places like Toronto. Some cities have said no. Uh, and Vancouver would be an, uh, an example of that. But the point being... Being that uh, it, it allowed people to work at their own leisure you know pick and choose when they went when they worked what they did whether they participated in the food aspect or only did the passenger all of that kind of stuff and now we see uh, a number of people competing and a number of companies competing and a union getting involved and that doesn't strike me as anything akin to what I was told the gig economy was going to feature.
1: No, we're seeing that there are some wrinkles to this, and that it it is a great I- idea. But ultimately, when the this is all these people are doing, and they're controlled by a centralized organization who sets the parameters of uh, of how this is going to work, uh, this is not the situ- Situation like someone who is you know running a business. Nope it's someone who is it's maybe a, a different kind of employment but certainly uh, to my eye and and, and to to, to, to certainly us here at, at the, our firm uh, we see this as a, a kind of employment it's just a different kind of employment and it may be uh, you know the, the new world for a lot of people it may be the new kind of employment but if that's going to be the case and we're going to see more and more people under these kinds of arrangements then we need to make sure that somehow these people are protected
0: That sounds like the if it's uh, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck sort of argument and I and agree they, with you. That's it, exactly. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, John. My pleasure. John Pincus of Samfiru Tumarkin joining us on the issue of uh, the United Food and Commercial Workers uh, in an attempt to unionize the Uber Eats drivers. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.